Let us pray. Let the incense of our repentant prayer ascend before you, O Lord, and let your loving kindness descend on us, that with purified minds we may sing your praises with the church on earth and the whole heavenly host, and may glorify you forever. Amen. The first reading for this, our midweek service of the first week in Advent, is Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully. He will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. The second reading is from Colossians, the first chapter. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God the Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our sermon text this evening is the reading from Colossians chapter 1, which you just heard. Dear saints in Christ, all things, all things were created through Christ and for Christ. From oceans deepest depths to mountains highest peaks, he created all things. Deserts and forests, swamps and prairies, all creatures great and small. Blue whales, moose, bald eagles, mice, and even the dinosaurs, all things were created through him and for him. Adam, Eve, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, all people of this vast world from the Garden of Eden up until this very moment have been and are being created by him. By means of biological processes which he created and he continues to bless, by him all things were created. You see, we're so used to these everyday miracles that, well, we take them for granted. You see, the very air that you are breathing right now was created by him. The hearts which beat in your chest, they do so at his gracious ordaining. Christ Jesus is the creator of the stars of night and indeed all the cosmos. He is God of God. He is light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of substance of 
being of one substance with the Father by whom all things were made. St. Paul tells us that Christ Jesus is the image of the invisible God. That's fascinating. And in the upper room, Jesus told Philip, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. At the beginning of John's Gospel, we're told that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. So also in John 1.18, we are taught, No one has ever seen God, the only begotten Son of God, the one being in the bosom of the Father, he has made him known. Therefore, to see Jesus is to see God. Jesus is God revealed to us. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is the second person of the Holy Trinity. You see, this creation that we live in, this creation that was fashioned by his spoken word, created by him and through him and for him, it is fallen and it is corrupted due to no fault of his own, but rather ours. You see, ever since the serpent's deception and our first parents' rebellion, all things are under the ancient curse, as the hymn puts it. Sin, death, and Satan, these are our enemies. And now add to that our own sinful nature, which acts as a traitor living within us, and everything appears dark and hopeless. It was to his fallen creation that the Christ child came. God's sacred promises are faithfully kept by the one through whom all things were created. Christ's incarnation, that is, his taking on of human flesh, you see, was actually military invasion. The creator of all things stepped into his fallen world as both God and man in order to redeem his creation. How would he accomplish this? By a cross, by becoming one of us. You see, Jesus came as the second Adam, he came as the prophet who was greater than Moses. He came as King David's greater son, and he fulfilled all things, dying and rising that we might have forgiveness, life, and salvation. You see, as the second Adam, Jesus withstood the temptations of Satan in the wilderness, in his fallen creation, and he faithfully confessed that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus accomplished the salvation of mankind by the tree of the cross, that where death arose, their life also might rise again. And that the serpent who overcame by the tree of the garden might likewise by the tree of the cross be overcome. Through Moses, the law was given. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the one who is greater than Moses. Christ Jesus is not only the author and originator of the law, he is the fulfiller of the law also. Indeed, he fulfilled all of it for you. And then he suffered your punishment and death on the cross. Jesus, the sinless one, suffered as the cursed one. The cursed one on the cross, so that you can know and receive the grace of God. Therefore, your creator is also your redeemer. The one who bought you back from death to life, paying that terrible price with his holy precious blood and his innocent suffering and death. You see, in the sending, dying, and rising of his Son, God the Father delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Jesus is the King of Kings, who is King David's greater Son. Just days ago, we heard God's promise through the prophet Jeremiah 
Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. We cheered with the crowd, saying, Hosanna, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You see, the creator of the stars of night is also the king who came to bleed and die, that in his nail-pierced hands and feet the world's salvation is complete. Dear saints, in a world flooded by the darkness of sin, Jesus Christ is the true light. He is the light no darkness can overcome. In this world, we will have tribulation, turmoil, death, and darkness. But as Jesus says, be of good courage. I have overcome the world. Indeed, Christ Jesus has conquered all things. He has conquered the cosmos. He has conquered our enemies, sin, death, and Satan. Every promise God has ever made, he has kept. And Jesus has promised to return. Therefore, we wait with joyful and prayerful expectation knowing that any moment could be the appointed time of his glorious return. Any moment could be our deliverance from this world and our entrance into the eternal kingdom he has prepared for those who love him and have loved his appearing. We turn away from the darkness of sin with repentant hearts and we rest in the forgiveness of Jesus Christ who shed his blood and died for us and rose that we might also, through faith in him, be children of God. And so you are. You see, the creator of the stars of night has made us a new creation in the holy washing of baptism. He has given us of his spirit. He has claimed us as his own. He has given us a new identity marked by his blessed name and his cross. We are citizens of heaven, inheritors of a new creation to come. And so, dear Christians, even in the midst of a dark night, we can rejoice. And so, rejoice, Christians. For Christ, our Creator and our Redeemer, is surely coming. Amen. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses understanding, watch and guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.